0: Hi everyone and welcome to uh this episode of msta presents uh it's been a few weeks since we did the last show but we have several in a row over the next uh coming weeks so uh be prepared we're going to have lots of information lots of different things that are happening uh in in the world of education and and in the world of msta as well uh today i have with me uh andy king he is a project manager with MorNet from the university of missouri hi andy
1: uh, good morning. Thanks for having me. I appreciate
0: this. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate you being willing to talk to us. And over the years, we've had many conversations with Mornet. Uh, you all have been at our convention before and and talked to our members about some of the different things that are happening. And in fact, uh, I think it was 2019 or 2018, uh, you had some really exciting things going on with virtual reality. And so we had several members that were going from our convention over to uh Mornet to see some of the things that were happening. I always assume that everybody knows exactly what I mean when I talk about Mornet, and I know that's not the case. So I thought we would start with that. Um, Maybe you could explain a little bit more about what Mornet is and and what you do in terms of education for uh, teachers and and students around the state.
1: Sure. So Mornet actually stands for the Missouri Research and Education Network. So we manage a statewide fiber network, and we connect K-12s, higher ed, public library, uh, some small city, county, small health departments. Um, so our, our big thing is we are an internet connection provider. We manage that network, but we also provide professional development for teachers, uh, cybersecurity for school districts. Um, we can come in and help you with your network. If you have a network issues, we've got a great network team that will come in and do a network assessment. Our cybersecurity team will come out and do a cybersecurity assessment for you. Um, We've got a fabulous help desk that they're incredibly knowledgeable and and can help you out with a lot of tech issues. Um, And then we also provide all of our members with uh, EBSCO, uh, Learning Express Library, um, Rosen databases, and Heritage Quest. So some really great resources for teachers that come with your Mornet membership.
0: There are so many topics that we could cover when it comes to MorNet, um, and I, I wanted to kind of highlight three today. Um, and what I appreciate about MorNet is, you know, you you talk about that you can do kind of a cybersecurity audit, but there are. In interesting and entertaining ways that you do these things for and with teachers. Um, let's let's just start with uh, computer science training first of all. I, I know that you provide and offer free computer science training uh, for for uh, teachers in partnership with Desi. I was wondering if you could start with that. Sure. So um, normally all of our classes are for our MoreNet members, uh, which is.
1: I would guess at 93% of the districts in the state. So we've got, if you're listening, you're likely a MorNet member. Mm -hmm. Um, But with this partnership with DESE, um, we have, we're offering any of our classes that are related to computer science uh, for free to any Missouri educator um we're looking at things as simple as unplugged activities so teaching computer science without even having a computer in your hand or a tablet or an ipad um, all the way up to programming a raspberry pi Um, so a a lot of good classes from very basics um, to some of the more advanced stuff Uh, with the partnership um, we we are offering um, virtual classes through zoom so you can jump into an hour class and learn a topic uh, we've got uh, full day classes that are available in our office in Columbia, um, and then we're also going to have uh, six regionals around the state where we'll go okay. go to one area of the state, invite all the teachers in that region to come for a full day of PD um, on computer science.
0: When, when you do something like that, what are the topics you just mentioned, the kind of topics you take on the road, or are there other topics that you're doing when you're going to regional areas of the state?
1: Uh, So we'll, we'll, we do quite a bit of coding. Um, So we'll do things like scratch uh, code.org. We'll code actual, some actual robots like the Sphero and the Indy. Um, We'll do some of those unplugged activities. We talk about internet safety, how to keep your kids safe on the internet. Um, And then Uh, We'll probably get into a little bit of the Raspberry Pi stuff. So it's a it's a wide ranging uh, list of topics. And today, it's something we hope that people can come in get excited about a topic and then reach out to us and and maybe bring us to their school uh, to go a little further in depth with the entire staff.
0: I think that would be uh, interesting to have a, a day long kind of workshop on something that it's a little more hands on. Sometimes, uh, you know, I, I know that a lot of the sometimes professional learning it's a lot of listening. But the idea of being a little more hands on sounds entertaining to me at least, and I, I know it would to several of our members as well.
1: Yeah, it, it's not a sit and get
0: act, sit and get day. Um, everything is hands on. If you plan
1: on coming and just hanging out and doing nothing. Uh, it's the wrong wrong type of class to come to, <laughs> because we will have you out of your seats on the floor with robots, um, with devices in your hands, flying a drone, coding a drone. Wow. Uh, it's 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 going to be a really great day long event, and all of our classes are that way. Very, we spend very little time talking at you, uh, more I, time talking with you and you doing.
0: I so. think that's great, and and. For some of the classes that you've mentioned, and then all of the things that we talk about today, we'll have links for in the show notes uh, to the professional development opportunities through Mornet, as well as some of the other topics we're going to cover here in a second. Um, I was wondering if we could jump to the Missouri High School Cybersecurity Challenge. It sounds really interesting. I, I don't know anything about it. Uh, obviously, it's a competition. it looks like a competition of some sort. And I was wondering if you could go into a little more detail about that.
1: Yeah, this is our, our fourth year. Um, every year, our participation has gone up, so that's incredibly exciting for us. Um, it is a uh, a team challenge, so teams are made up of up to three high school kids. Uh, districts, schools can put in as many teams as they like. Um, two rounds, so the first round is completely online. Um, it'll be available January 17 to 19. Students can work during the school day. They can work at home, in the evenings, before school. Um, Essentially, there's going to be a Jeopardy-style board with categories. And students will uh, choose challenges from each category. Uh, Points vary by question based on the difficulty. Uh, First round is completely open note, open internet, open book. Um, So students will get a challenge, go research it, come back, put in the answer. yeah, it's three days to get as many questions as they can correct. Uh, we have students in there that aren't um, cybersecurity experts by any means. Uh, we've had teachers or coaches reach back out to us and say, hey, our kids did not do well point-wise, but they were incredibly motivated. They learned more in those three days than than they do in most three-day periods just because they want to know and they want to solve Um, So then we take the top 10 teams from that three-day challenge and then we invite them to our technical summit and it's going to be February 21st this year in Columbia. So we'll bring those top 10 teams to Columbia. Uh, We will get them access to a cyber range. So they'll have access to a vulnerable Windows machine, a Kali Linux machine, and then there are a bunch of hidden things on those machines and then on that virtual network. So they will go get those challenges. Um, from the same Jeopardy-style board, they'll jump back into that cyber range, and then they'll use industry tools uh, to go into that network and and you know hack into the Windows machine or hack into the Kali Linux machine, find files, uh, find those flags, go back in and answer those questions. And it's a it's an incredible day to to watch these kids do oh, yeah. do amazing things that I don't understand. Um, I'm not technical by any means. But these kids are heads down all day long, collaborating. Um, we have to shut down the environment just so that they'll stop and eat lunch. Wow. We found out the first year that if we didn't shut it down, they refused to eat. They refused to go to the bathroom. Um, so it's it's a really fun day watching amazing kids do some really, really cool stuff.
0: So obviously, they're up to the the challenge. And so it, that that particular day when, when it's in person, that is a day long event, just one day. Yep. Just one day. Correct. Okay. I I appreciate the fact that round one is online because that offers, um, an option to students who, who may not be able to, to initially travel otherwise. And so sounds to me like you can get a lot more involvement there at, at the outset, um, just to get students engaged for that ultimate 10 team, uh, top 10 team competition.
1: Yeah, it, it it really is. We've got a lot of kids and, you know, a lot of kids involved. Um and the excitement. I had one tech director call uh email me and say the librarian just called him and said these these hackers are in my library and they're yelling and screaming because they get questions right. You need to get them under control. So that's like <laughs> probably the best email I've ever gotten is the <laughs> excitement that these kids have.
0: Um, yeah, those those hackers may save your network someday in your school district. I mean, we've there has been news stories even this past week about um you know information being leaked from the one of the largest uh, data breaches for a school district in, in the United States in Los Angeles this past week.
1: Yeah. Uh and yeah, those kind of scary are the ones out there. Good, and, yeah and the, the number of cybersecurity jobs that are open. I mean, it, we, we are not producing enough cybersecurity graduates to fill the jobs that are currently open. And those jobs are are gonna double with all the security issues, incidents that are coming up. Everybody needs to know cybersecurity. Um, And and the really good thing about our challenge is we've partnered with a group called cyber.org. They've received a grant from the Department of Homeland Security, um, and they have developed uh, full courses, um, activities, resources for teachers. So you can go to cyber.org, sign up for their free curriculum um, funded by that grant, and then you have access to to everything they offer. Um, Again, full courses. If you're new to teaching cybersecurity and you, or you just want to embed cybersecurity in what you're doing, they've got the resources for you, all completely free. Um, They also do professional development for teachers around cybersecurity. So if you want to know how to uh, what Linux is. They've got a Linux 101 and a Linux 102 class completely free for teachers. Um, and, and their professional development is kind of nice that it's in the evening. So you don't need a sub to to do their professional development. You can jump on your computer while you're sitting at home uh, on the couch and and learn cybersecurity skills.
0: Andy, if you have that link uh, uh, that you can send my way, I'll share, share that one definitely with the other MoreNet links I'm going to share in the show notes. Absolutely sounds very interesting and and like you said it sounds to me like this program over the course of, this, of the last several years has, has been growing so um i i know that we have members out there uh, that would be interested in having their own team and so there will be information in the show notes about any for anyone who's interested in coaching a team um and like you say in in the information you sent me cyber uh knowledge of cybersecurity is is not a requirement so Um, I I think that if you want to help some students um, that might be interested in cybersecurity, but don't have an outlet, a way to to either practice, learn more about it, then this sounds like a great opportunity for for teachers and students in a school district.
1: It it really is. And and the nice thing is it is a student challenge, not a teacher challenge. So as a teacher, if you don't know anything about cybersecurity, that's okay. Find those kids that have that passion. Pull them together, and and you're essentially just a sponsor. You receive the emails and pass on info to the students. So uh, teachers should not feel intimidated by a cybersecurity challenge. It's it's 100 student student driven. Yeah.
0: I I want to talk about one more topic before we finish up here, and it's a, a something that's more coming soon than rather that it already exists. And I I don't I mean other than the little information you you all gave me the OER Hub in. Um, a partnership with Desi. I was wondering if you could uh kind of uh, break that down. Open educational resources is what the acronym stands for. But if you could kind of break down what what uh OER Hub In is is all about.
1: Yeah. So actually good news, we launched the hub okay. on January, or I'm sorry, um, October 3. Oh, so it is okay. alive, it is out in the wild. Um, so essentially open educational resources are are free resources. Um and then, depending on the Creative Commons license on them, you can download, remix, upload again. Um, the idea is is to provide some equity to those districts that don't have maybe don't have the funds to buy these high end educational resources. So districts are building lessons uh, and resources, loading them into the OER Commons, um, and they are completely free. Um, so it's it's awesome. What we've done is we have. Uh, started a hub specifically for Missouri. Uh, So we have um, content, all the content areas um, available so that students or teachers can go in and grab resources related to the content. Um, We have working groups where teachers can jump in. Maybe I am the only uh, physics teacher at my school and I need to collaborate with other physics teachers. You can jump into our science working group and make contact with, with another physics teacher and share ideas and share resources. Um, as you find great resources, you'll add them to that working group. Um, Desi will go in and evaluate those resources. And if they find that they're high quality and aligned to standards, then we'll move them from the group up to the content areas. Um, right now, we have, it, it's, it's young. Again, we just launched on October 3 and This is intended to be a a statewide uh, teacher-led initiative. So I can't go out and find high-quality physics lessons because I don't teach physics. I I was a fourth-grade teacher, and I couldn't begin to tell you what a good physics lesson is. I can show you, talk to you about good instruction, but I don't know good physics content. So we're gonna need those teachers to go out and find those resources and and put them into the hub so that the other teachers can find them. Uh, Liberty School District has been a a big mover and shaker in the OER space. And they've given us access to all their curriculum. So all that is being uploaded into the hub right now. And we've just recently got the learning standards, the Missouri learning standards into the hub. So we're in the process now of those resources that we have, getting those aligned to standards. So eventually you're going to be able to go in and say, I want to find a resource that is available to this particular standard. And then hit that search and then any resource that's aligned to that standard will show up. Uh, We're in the process of doing that alignment now,
0: but. You, you said this but I think it's important to, to reiterate that it's crowdsourced it's it's teachers around the state that are providing this information um and when I look at the website it's it's already substantial in terms of the resources that are under some of the categories. Usually when you you see something launches, you see maybe one, two resources and you think, okay, there it is a soft launch. Um, but this, I mean there are already under mathematics for inst- instance, 121 resources. I mean it's substantial in terms of the information that's there for uh, for teachers.
1: You know, ideally we would have had 120 for every category because w- what we didn't want to do is, like you said, launch and have someone say, Oh, they've got two resources. That's cute. And then never come back. <laughs> so we wanted to have a little bit there. Um, but we really need teachers to to come and play along with us. This is a a teacher-owned, you know, we just built the interface with with OER Commons. It's it's not mm-hmm. a Mornet thing, it's not a DESI thing. It is a a teacher thing so we need teachers to to help us out um we'll be presenting at our conference on the oer commons um we're going to be trying to hit all the conf- or as many conferences as we can around the state to talk about it uh we've got some uh classes already lined up on our schedule uh a one hour introduction to what is oer and how to how is the hub organized and then we have some three hour more hands-on where you come in and and dig and find resources and add them to groups. And, and we go through that whole process of, of actually how the hub gets built.
0: I, I think uh, people will appreciate when they click the link and, and head to the collections how clean the hub is. Sometimes the interface gets in the way of the content and uh, th- it's, it's simple, it's clean. You can find what you need very quickly and Honestly, I would rather have something like that and be able to, to get to the resources I need um, rather than having to jump through hoops to get to the resources. I appreciate that part of the website as well.
1: Yeah, and the beauty of this whole project is teachers are already doing it. They're just not calling it OER. Mm-hmm. Teachers jump online every day and look for resources that they can use tomorrow or the next week. They're they're already doing it. Um so as we find these great resources let's throw them into this hub and make that search even easier
0: and and just like the others i i mean i'll certainly have a link to the hub as well uh in in the show notes so everybody can can get there um andy i i appreciate you taking time to talk about some of these initiatives i'm hoping that as this year goes on if there's anything else that we uh you would like to introduce or share with uh with our members or and and really it's not just our members we have teachers we have uh, other educators. Um, we have parents that listen to the show. So if there's ever anything that, uh, Mornet wants to share that you want to share on behalf of Mornet, please let us know, because this is very interesting information and, uh, it's the kind of learning that, uh, you don't realize you're learning sometimes until it's over. (laughs) Yeah. We'd be happy to come on again. Uh, we
1: love what you guys do and, and we're happy that we partner with stuff and, uh, hopefully we see you at your conference again this yes. year.
0: uh yes we're we're looking forward to working more with with morenet in the future and if if you don't know a, a lot about morenet i mean you can certainly find out by heading to the website uh or to the to the links that we're going to provide uh on behalf of morenet uh a lot of the links uh, go back directly to the professional development and professional learning section of their site. But there's a lot more information that Andy and I weren't able to cover today that you can you can find that's provided on that website. Um, so, Andy, anything else before we finish up?
1: Uh, maybe throw out there that we do have our mill, um, the MorNet Immersive Learning Lab. I think when you, you know we were at your conference and mm-hmm. people were interested in VR, we brought them over to that mill. Um, so we invite teachers to. That's where we hold most of our classes. Uh, so we invite you to come visit the mill if you've got a group of students that are interested in in coding. Um, give us a call, shoot us an email. We'd gladly host your your field trip and bring your students in and give them some hands on time with with some of the cool things we've got going on.
0: In, in the mill, make sure everybody understands it's where you house the the technology and some of the other. Uh, initiatives, things that you're you're using or working on. Is that correct? Or Correct. Yeah, it's
1: an incredibly flexible room. We've got couches that are modular so we can break out into groups and everybody has a couch. We've got writable tables. We've got workstations on the wall where you can hook up your a laptop or Chromebook to collaborate. Uh, we've got the VR system set up in there. Uh, we've got Spheros and Indies and all those other tools that we mentioned, uh, the the drones and yeah. little bits and Ozobots and all, all sorts of great yeah. educational tools that, you know, if, if you got a group of teachers and you're not sure what to buy, come visit us, play with the stuff before you buy it. We want to see you use your money. Well,
0: yes. Um, if, if any of those things sound foreign or exotic, you need to check out some of the technology that's in the mill. It's that's one of the first times that I got to, uh, to see the, the, uh, the things that Andy is talking about. And I was, some of those items, I'm, I love technology and I was blown away by some of the, uh, some of the, uh, machines that I saw there that I didn't even realize existed. So if you have the chance and, and there's more information about the mill on the website as well, on more website, Andy, thank you very much for taking time this morning to, to talk with me. Uh, I, I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. And if anyone has any questions over anything we covered, uh, hit the website, shoot me an email. Um, we're happy to connect and and work together with folks.
0: So look for more information uh, about Mornet in the show notes. We'll have links for the cybersecurity challenge, for the uh, the professional development and science training, and then finally for the open education educational resources hub. Uh, so all of those links will be there. Uh, so you can find out more information about Mornet and more specifically about those programs. Uh, look for another show uh, next week and uh, we'll, we'll have a new shows throughout the month of October. Uh, until then, thank you for joining us for MSTA Presents.